Welcome back to another episode of the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast here at Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store. Uh, we're excited for another episode. I am Tucker Schroeder. This is Bryce Wilson. That is Shane Burke. And uh, yeah, like I said, back at Happy Hour, our home for the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast. Right. Got another great bottle. Got some some uh, fun things stored for today's episode. Yeah. So yeah, excited yeah. to go. Absolutely. Well, Bourbon News, who wants to kick us off, man? There's something going on right now. There's yeah, so, kind of a so big deal. There was like some, some thievery, I guess, going on out in Owensboro. Alleged. Allegedly. 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 Like, no, we don't know. Like, this is like bourbon breaking news. This isn't <laughs> yeah, like this bourbon is breaking news. news. Yeah. <laughs> this is brand new. So, uh, so the distillery, it was Glenmore. Uh, Glenmore distillery out in Owensboro. Yeah. So, um, they, they are a distillery. This is a Sazerac owned, uh, distillery. They, uh, they make a lot of things out there, you know, bur- uh, bourbon, vodka, all types of stuff comes mm-hmm. out of Glenmore. Um, their exact products they don't always release. It's just kind of, it's kind of like a filler plant, I sure, would say, yeah. maybe for Sazerac. So, um, what was stolen? Uh, new reports are coming out. Originally, it was believed that it was stolen. Like right. somebody took $70,000 worth of liquor, $70,000 worth of liquor. Um, off of a trailer or brought it to a different location. Some new reports are coming out now that it could possibly be an error in the system. Mm. Uh, maybe it was got sent to the wrong spot. There's a lot of, uh, I think, misinformation out there, but I think this is a bigger maybe issue uh, rather than just the actual news superficially. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm wondering too. So it's like, I'm wondering if maybe this was originally intentional and somebody's like, oh crap, we're about to get caught. Oh, this is a mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I'm just speculating. I have no idea, but I'm That's wondering possible. if somebody almost pawned it off as a mistake after the original intent was to take it. We don't know that. Nobody yeah. knows quite yet, but I'm thinking, you know, yeah. 70, I mean, this would be the biggest since the Pappy Heist. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at, you know, that's a serious thing. I mean, that's yeah. a, it's a serious mistake. If it is simply just a mistake, it's a big deal. Well, I mean, this happened all in like one situation, like one deal, right? Like it was 20 yeah. something pallets of it. So, I mean, and I mean, that's a lot of bourbon. Yeah. Or a lot depending of, a lot on, of, depending on what it is. I mean, you're looking at, you know, if it's 20 pallets, you know, 60 to, it depends on the product. I mean, you can get upwards of 90 cases of whatever it is on a pallet. Right. And well, not it to was, mention, it was barrels. So, oh, then at that point, I mean, who knows? Yeah, you really, you really have no idea what it could be. Um, you know, I think, I think Barton sends a lot of their, uh, products to Glenmore to do stuff there. So, um, realistically, it was probably Barton, but still, I mean, no, any no. bourbon getting stolen is, is kind of serious. I mean, that's, yeah. In Kentucky, it's literally liquid gold. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's priced that way. So, so um, I mean, what what can be said is is I know for a fact that th- that it was returned. So they do yeah. have it now, but it is under investigation. Right. So maybe some some reports will be coming out, uh, but we'll see. I mean, but that's some serious news, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Breaking yeah, I think, news. I think yeah. we'll. Uh, this one's an ongoing one that we can maybe touch up on in a future yeah. episode. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it wasn't thievery related oh, not. Um, oh, no, not. you know just for the sake of uh, i mean obviously they got everything back which is great but just for the sake of setting a precedence or the integrity in the bourbon community yeah, you, you, would, you would just you hope that we're not seeing things, things like like that. That. We could, i mean and, and we could bring up you know the security of the, tra- of the uh-huh. transportation of bourbon yeah. i mean since since seeing it since seeing pappy gate I mean, some of us know the, the security at some of the big facilities are is yeah. kind of up there. Like, it's not really the way it used to be. You know, mm-hmm. you, 
you get a bottle, you take a bottle off the line, like yeah. that's it's not really happening anymore. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but I mean, still, I mean, this shows that security could be beefed up even more. Absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll be ongoing. God bless you, brother. Bless you, man. Bless you. We'll be we'll be ongoing uh, looking at that one, and yeah. uh, we'll be able to uh, hopefully update with positive news regarding that. And so. uh, we'll we'll see. So. Uh, you know what, guys? Let's go ahead and get into this bottle. Yeah. I love bourbon news, but I love one. this segment even more. Got a good one on the table for Got today. Got a great one on the table. You talk about bang for your buck, man. This is one of the bottles that holds its weight. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce this to you. Old Granddad 114. The 114 um, is indicating 114 proof, which is a little bit of a higher proof that right. we're going to see out of a bourbon, which we all like. Right. But if you're looking for a cost-effective, higher-proof bourbon, this is phenomenal. It's accessible. It's cheap. And this is out of Beam Centauri. Um, Jim Beam Distillery. So this is this is a classic. Um, a lot of people who so. were drinking bourbon uh, a lot longer than we've been alive. Um, you know, they say this is kind of one of their throwback bottles. Yeah. Um, but it still it still holds its weight. I think with all the products that we're seeing on the market, this is something that I think we're all uh, fairly crazy about. You know, and have good things to say. So I say price point. All three of us, like we can even before we tap into it, because it's something that we've drank plenty. Um, it's something that we all love. It's, mm -hmm. it's a good product. Yeah. So I mean. It's. It, I think this is one of those things that we're putting on this show to show you guys, like, hey, if you if you don't have your sights set on this, maybe the the seasoned bourbon drinkers are really mm -hmm. only drinking this, but maybe you know, as we say, if you're new getting into this, maybe this is one that you could tap into for a low price. That's right. right. If you're looking to climb proofs, this is a good place to start. This yeah. is a Almost really good place to start. Cheaply, cheap, as well. exactly, yeah. and well done. Yeah. A lot of times people associate cheap with low quality, and that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just branding, marketing messages, things like that. So. Cheaper bottle doesn't always mean cheap quality bourbon. Most so, uh, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and get a nose on this thing. Shane, you put your mustache on it's it like you man. always do. You know what it is. Mustache action. Man. Yeah. I mean, one, so like other thing that I think sticks out so much with this bottle is 114 proof, which, um, you know, the price on this one recently, I think, I think the cat is out of the bag on this bottle a little bit. I think. A year or two ago, this mm -hmm. was kind of like the best kept secret. Now I think people are realizing like, hey, this is real deal. So I think prices fluctuate on this one. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, you can come get this at happy hour. There's right. there, I, This is a bottle you can find anywhere um, yeah. around the country that it's very accessible. Like I said, it's out of Beam. So yeah. Beam has stocks for days. Oh, um, and I, I will say there are a few stores where this bottle is, you could say it's slept on, but it sells out. Right. It does. Yeah. I mean, I, I will just go ahead and testify yeah. to this at Costco. sells out. Yeah. Like, it, it sells out. Yeah. But, I mean, so it, it is sold here at happy hour, so come to Check it out, here. man. Yeah. So what are y'all getting? Do you want me to start on the nose, or are you guys ready to roll, man? I think, What's going I, on with that? I think initially, off the nose, there, there's some ethanol. Um, you know, I think, again, let's let's think about the value proposition here sure. of this bottle. I mean... You know, mid twenties, sometimes in the thirties for this bottle, but I mean, one fourteen proof. It's a little bit of a little bit of ethanol burn, but nothing that's like uh, sharp. I would mm -hmm. say. I think one thing I get is super dark, like stone fruit or uh, pit fruit, mm -hmm. and then I, a ton of baking spice. I think it. I think it's almost like a like a not the similar sensation if you smelled like pumpkin spice bread but without the pumpkin or no just pumpkin. The just the spice just the bread spice kind of maybe carrot cake esque maybe like some zucchini bread maybe 
Interesting. I think I think carrot cake esque is to this one. I'll probably okay. take this a bit of yeah. a different direction. I think with your some of your initial notes on that nose, I'm getting uh, almost like a deep light cherry. Like it's a deep heavy mm -hmm. cherry, but it's a lighter scent. Like it's not as pungent. I say pungent. I mean, I guess strong as you know you would expect from a 114. Sometimes you get that and it smacks you in the nose. Right. I'm not getting that. It's, it's a. I'm getting those notes, but it's really light. It's kind of just you know the, you know the uh, pie in a cartoon when the mm -hmm. When it goes like this, and you oh, follow yeah. the scent trail, right? It's just real light. Yeah, it's just right. It's, just right. Yeah. Right it's nothing too heavy. It's nothing too crazy going on. Um, but I'm getting almost like that deeper cherry, but in a light sense. It's not super perfumey, super pungent for me. I um, I think when I first started sniffing it, it was strong. I would say that yeah. when I was sniffing it at, at the off the beginning, I would say, okay, this is a higher proof bourbon if it was in a blind. Um, so I think us being prepared for it, mm -hmm. kind of, and then once you you kind of become a little nose blind to it. It's not really, you know, burning right. your nose here anymore. And that yeah. may be the case for me where I'm saying it's kind yeah. of a lighter scent for me or, you know, it's not that hard, harsh for me. It's just because I've, I've been sniffing it a little bit before this episode and I've smelled it a million times. Right. So um, um, as far as the, the fragrance, fragrances that I'm getting from it, it's almost kind of maple. -esque. Yeah. I think, I think there's some, like, I think we've done a few fall bourbons. I think the rare breed was yeah. a very fall bourbon. Mm -hmm. I think this is right there too, as far as being a fall bourbon. Like the notes you're getting are, are ones that you would be happy to have um, when it's chillier, right. about fire, yeah. something yeah. like that. And um, this one, I mean, I just know from as well. I mean, once we get into the palate as well, but this even with like when it has a little bit of water, ice in it, yeah, uh, the nose even opens up even For more. Sure. So, um, but I yeah. I think I'm getting some of those baking spices that you were alluding yeah. to as well. So I think like maybe some nutmeg, um, almost kind of like, no, almost kind of eggnoggy smelling yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know that's that's a hot take around here. Who likes and who doesn't like eggnog? Well, I like eggnog, but I ain't, I ain't getting it. But you know what? I will say this. A lot of like we've named a lot of different notes on just this note. Yeah. We'll probably spend a little more time on this nose than we typically do, which is which talking is about a the good complexity of this. And exactly. I think one thing that's super cool i think a lot of times with beam products mm -hmm. in particular um i think i lean towards more like savory notes with beam rather than sweet notes and i yeah. think i'm leaning more sweet Ooh. sweet and spicy rather than with like think of something like complete opposite spectrum but bookers mm -hmm. when i smell a bookers product i'm like oh my god that's peanut shells yeah. and it's spicy as yeah. well yeah this is more like oh like nice cherry coachable yeah, it's more like, approachable. Yeah, so. Well, with that being said, fellas, I say we go ahead and rank this nose because yeah. I'd like to taste it. So yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. we get for that me, out of the way. For me on the nose, um, like I said, I think I think there is a an ethanol pump that maybe brings it down for me. Mm -hmm. um, but like you want to talk about complexity as far as some of the notes you're getting. And I think value in mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, ethanol brings it down a little bit for me, but I think I'm at 3-1 on, on the nose here. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to jump up on that a little bit, Tuck. I think I'm a little higher than you on this. Mm -hmm. uh, that ethanol, I'm definitely getting it, but I don't think I'm getting it quite as much as you are. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm kind of able to kind of smell past that, I yeah. guess, so to speak. Um, and with that, it's a very enjoyable nose. Like I, I've smelled, I've probably sniffed this a hundred times since we started right. this. Uh, it's going to be really hard for me to give something to get into the four crowns for anything. So I'm going to go right under that at about, about 3.8. Nice. On the nose, which is which is really good for me. I think I'm gonna follow you up right around 3.6. Um, I think it's a it's a great nose. Uh, it's it's definitely enjoyable. Uh, a little bit of that. I'm picking up. I'd say I drop it. 
I was thinking 3.8, but I'm going 3.6 just because it was a little hot on the beginning of the nose, you know, burning yeah. my nose mm-hmm. just a little bit. But uh, I say overall, it's a, it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, let's cheers this thing up and get it set, fellas. What you think? Uh, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Man, that thing's good every time. You know something yeah. I think about on every episode? <laughs> it's good. What's if, you guys, if you guys ever need to take a break, you can always get a moment of silence from us when we're, when we're first true. palating. Yeah, know, like, just give true. me a minute. Uh, but, man, that is... God, that's good every time. It's good. It's good every time. Um, I will say this, and this is not necessarily a knock at all on it. The palate isn't necessarily as complex as the nose. No, it's not. Which I'm not upset about. I'm I'm on the now on the palate. I'm getting more of those baking spices. I'm getting some of the rye spice in there. I don't know the mash bill on this. I don't know that it's disclosed. Um, But I'm definitely I'm picking up some rye out of there, which I don't hate at all. Mm -hmm. I'm a high rye guy, Um, but it's very enjoyable. And we're not to the finish yet, but it's long. Yeah, the palate is long, the finish is long. It's 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 got a good bit of viscosity to it, not super thick, right? But it's nice. It's a nice, I don't know, it's a nice consistency of the liquid, um, and I'm enjoying this pour, yeah. fellas. I think, yeah, it's it's awesome. Definitely a little bit simpler on the palate, but I, it's a welcome simplicity mm-hmm. because it's really good. Um, I think one thing that's always stuck out with me with 114 is. I get this weird, like, you read, like, Fig Newtons? Yeah, yeah. Like, I get, like, fig, like that stone fig. Okay. And then there's some type of baked shortbread thing going on, and okay. that's, like, the Fig Newton. I, I've always felt that way. I see what you of say. A, it. Kind of a weird, like, kind yeah. of a weird comparison, but yeah. it's, like, Fig Newton with, like, cinnamon on it, if that if that makes any sense. I almost so. get, like, a raisin, so I see why yeah. you say that. Because yeah. I'm now that I'm smelling it again after tasting it, sometimes that palate and that nose works together. Mm-hmm to identify what it is on the palate. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of getting some of a some of a raisin. Some of that like deeper cherry I was mentioning, it's mm-hmm. kind of expressing itself as a raisin, like a spiced raisin on the palate to me. Um, you guys have heard me say it a bunch. Um, there's a few times where on my palate, I'm not really picking up anything super specific, but I'll say it's good, Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those where it's like, mm, it's not nothing's really like hit me in the face as far as like flavor profile. Mm-hmm. But when you drink this, you're like, wow, this is good. Just good. Like, it's good. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not going to, like, sit in here and get into, like, oh, it's it's got this because I'm not getting that. Um, but it's good. I, I I just, it's not anything crazy, anything bad. It's just good bourbon. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say on the front end of the palate, um, not getting as much burn, but it's got that Kentucky hug as it goes down on the back end. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, like... From what we're getting on the nose and on the palate, this is overall encompassing like what good bourbon should be at yeah. this point. I have a I have a, a comment about like that's something that's gonna piggyback off what you said. I'll bring it up and when we get to the final rankings of like how I feel about this bottle. But okay, all right. Yeah. Well, are you ready to rank the palate? I think get, so. Well, I we think go so. ahead and rank this palate. Uh, who's ready to start, man? I'll so, kick it off. You want to do it? Um, I, I'm gonna sit right. Mm, I'm gonna sit right at three point four crowns. Okay. It's it's good, but it, again, I'm not getting anything like, wow, this is like an amazing, complex taste. Um, but as I said, like it, I am sitting at three point four because it is good bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it's it's classy. It's not uh, extremely good, not bad. It's classy. It's good bourbon. Three point four. 
All right, Shane. Well, I'm gonna. I was gonna cheat and say I have two answers, but that's not fair. I gotta give the people one, right? I gotta be consistent. I mean, I gave two before, but you cheated. (laughs) Don't do that. Also, go Steelers, by the way. Just so y'all know, you know what it is in here. Just let you know. Side note. But anyway, don't say anything with your Dolphins. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) anyway. With that being said, I was gonna say because. You know, I've, I've had this on ice. I've had this with a little splash of water in it. I've had this a bunch of different ways. Uh, to me, a lot of stuff I can drink neat and I enjoy neat. This is not one of those. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, yeah. I would put this on ice 10 times out of 10 for my personal preference. So with that being said, neat, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like maybe three, two on ice. We're looking at like three, six. So you know what I'll do? I'll split the difference. Put me right at three, four. Yeah. I think three, four is a really appropriate ranking. It's well above average. That's fair. Considering the price point, the proof and everything, it's a good bourbon. Yeah. I'll leave it at three, four, and there's my there's my reasoning. But try it on ice. See yeah. how you feel about it. I think I think you kind of I'm picking back. I'm thinking I'm the opposite, right? Like okay, I prefer neat most of the time, um, but there are a few that I love on ice. Mm-hmm. This is one that I love on ice. Uh, I think the palate, Shane, you already said it. I think it the complexity comes down a little bit. Um, it's a little one dimensional, but it's good bourbon. Right. Like, you know, when you're drinking it, it's good and you know what you're getting. You're like, Oh, this is, this is good all the way through. Um, it's, it's not, it's obviously not as viscous as some of your other 115 higher dollar bourbons. Mm-hmm. And it's not as refined as some of your, but it's like stands up. It's great. Yes. Um, so I'm right there at three, four, same as the palette for you. So. And you know what? And I'll, and I'll say, and I'll say this too. And we mention this every time almost when we talk about a bourbon, you've got to consider the price point. I think yeah. the value proposition for this bottle is incredible. If we're, you know, if this bottle is a 50, 60, $70 bottle, my rank is going to be down a little bit. Yeah. I'll still enjoy, I'll still right. enjoy yeah. it. But I think for what this is, the accessibility, the price point, phenomenal. I think three, four is, is a general consensus here. Um, we can go ahead and get into the finish. As yeah. you said, Bryce, it's long. It is long. I took a sip like 30, 45 seconds ago, and I'm still sitting here savoring. I think it's the star of the show with this bourbon. The fin- I really wow, we all agree yeah. on the exact same time on the same see, stuff. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> I'm the thing with is, you. When, when, and this is where you guys will see the discrepancy between our flavor palettes and whatever, is when you get a bourbon that's, that's done differently or it's got these nuances to it, we'll be like, I like this or I don't. Mm-hmm. But when you got something like this and it's a consistent product, Something that we know we're going to get out of every time. It's not super special. It's not bad. We're going to be consistent with it. Just very straightforward. It, it's it's good. It, yeah. And it's 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Palette. I mean, palette wise, we've discussed it. As far as the finish goes, um, I'm picking up some of the rye on the finish, which I like. I like a high rye bourbon. I don't know that this is again. As far as I know, this mash bill is not disclosed. Um, but I'm I'm feeling some of the rye though, which I like. I'm starting to enjoy that. It's almost uh, it's like a sweet bitterness playing together on the end and i mean i'm enjoying that a lot and it's just staying with me for a long time as you mentioned um to where i can kind of you know smack right. my lips a little bit you almost and, chew and on i'm it still and i'm still feeling it yeah. and i and i think that uh earlier you said something about eggnog and i'm like i'm not getting that but there's a there's almost an element of like a creaminess to this yep. in a weird in a weird way i don't know how to yeah. describe it i gotta know for it i gotta know for it you gotta know for it let's, let's see what you got i think it's peanut butter really what? i think i think this is the first okay. time that the beam comes out in the in the bourbon i think i think nose palette are not as beam you know i think with a lot of knob creeks and a lot of bookers i think you can get those peanut and you know like hazelnut notes that some type of like you know oaky nutty type of mm-hmm. note i think you don't get that a ton in the nose and palate you get more of those like stone fruits and like baking spices i think the finish for me super long lasting mm-hmm. um, took a sip you know 30 seconds ago 
still there. My my tongue is still tingling. Yeah. But it, it's a savory, like if I took a spoonful of peanut butter, some Peter Pan, yeah. or some Jiffy. Peter Pan. And, um, that's just what we, that's just what Alex and I just bought. So. Peter Pan peanut Peter butter? Peter Pan? That's like, that's about as good as Skippy. Well, that's what she, <laughs> she bought it. Lex is behind the camera right now. Tucker's <laughs> wife's behind the camera right now. So she's, she, about, she's like me. I think Tucker bought, Tucker bought I that. I put it on my me. rice cakes. Okay, but don't, I mean. I, I, I'm with that, but good. I do Jif. I do Jif. Yeah, man. Yeah. We got a Jif factory in Lexington, man. So? Support Jif, man. Right. We're I, not sponsored. I'm sure. I'm sure my one jar of peanut butter. Oh yeah, it means the world to them. Regardless, I think I think I get a similar like it's a almost like if I had a Reese's cup, how it, how that taste kind of lingers in my mouth. So. Now let me let me ask you this: Are you saying okay? So I'm following you as far as like okay when you take a spoonful of peanut butter, like it, you tasting peanut butter for a minute, right? Are you saying that it's like that, or that you're tasting peanut butter notes? I think I so. It's a good question. I think that's a great question. I think you talked about somebody said creamy. Mm-hmm. Somebody said you know. I think I think I get this the viscosity creaminess that's like oily, almost sticking. Mm-hmm. And then I think some of the nuttiness is coming. So I, it's not peanut butter, but it's a sensation from like you're you're alluding butter. to that. Yes, I understand. I got one more. We're interrogating Tucker right now, but yeah, I got one more right? for you. Where you you mentioned a lot of times, and I do too. Yeah, that you get some of those peanut. Nutty-ish notes out of bean products. Mm-hmm. If this is not a bean product, do you think that you're bringing up the peanut butter point, or do you think that your your mind is kind of leading you towards that way because of what of previous Maybe experiences? Not. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think this could also be easily disguised as just like good oak and rye spice yeah and yeah. maybe in my head i'm just like oh i know it's, it's just business on the yeah, back end yeah. but you know, know what i don't think so it's a, probably some peanuts in it. i don't i don't i don't get yeah. that particular note but i don't think it's crazy i don't think it's all you know for you to say that is because again the long lastingness the the oiliness of it yeah kind of there so um let's what's that being said yeah, let's go ahead and rank it let's rank it baby um I'm, let's do it 4.2 grams yeah on the on the yeah. finish yeah it's fire bro yeah like it's not value prop and Everything considered, yeah. I, I would, and, and the, the reason I give it 4.2, now, if it had some, like, change in complexity as far as, like, flavor profile on the back end, it would be a 5. Yeah. And I'm not playing. Yeah. But as far as, like, what you want out of a finish, like, to, to take a sip, go somewhere and be like, wow, like, I'm still tasting mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. 4.2, Chris. Yeah. So, you go ahead, man. I, I got to sit on this for I a second. I think another cheater mentality here with this bourbon, because we have had it a, quite a bit is um i know how this finishes when it's on ice as well mm-hmm. same type of finish like even when you get a little ice melt in there yep. it's still lingering with you so i and i love that taking that out it doesn't really change anything but i know that i love that i think i'm also like four one in the finish because like not the most complex finish but for what you're getting in a bottle mm-hmm. and it's lingering with you for that long, even on ice or, and I, and I know this to be on ice and in a cocktail, you're that's, that's sticking with you a little bit too. So I just had a cocktail this last weekend with that in it. So it's, a, it's a great cocktail yeah. bourbon as well too. That's a great point. Yeah. So ranking wise, where, where are you at? Tuck? I mean, you four one. Some- Four one, yeah. four one. Did you say that I missed yeah, it? I did. Oh, okay, yeah. it's cool. Open your I'm sorry, I zoned out. That's what Steelers fans do. They don't. Work. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, uh, man, this is going to be hard for me again. This is a, this is a with and without ice deal. But if I'm just giving it just overall score, uh, I'm just slightly beneath you all. I'm at four flat, but I got to give it four crowns. Yeah, got to give it. Four. I think it's. I think it's. I deserving. think it's very deserving so, of four. So let me ask you this: three point yeah. eight without 
So 3.8 neat and 4.2 No, oh, not necessarily. Yeah, you know, I did, I did split it like that on the palette. I did split it like that on the palette. So it's a very valid question because okay. I did say that for the palette. But this is just, I'm just thinking overall. I'm just combining it, not necessarily right. two different scores combining to one, just overall. Um, it's got to touch four. The palette, oh, I mean, excuse me, the finish has to touch four for me. Yeah. I think it'd be unfair to not give this a four. So I, I will, but I don't think I'm like, any higher than a four, which is not bad at all. I mean, a four is incredible. We don't give fours a lot. No, fours so, is, do not come out. Yeah, out fours and, you, and then a five is a unicorn. So, yeah, uh, we, need, but, we need to get this in a blind. This in a blind. I was, I was going to yeah. mention, well, I was waiting until like we to got to the, to the overall yeah, ranking, but like a high, no, you're good. A high proof blind with this in it. It might, it might shock. It would give a run for your money. I'll say this much. A lot of times I'll tell you all, you know, hey, it depends on your palate. It depends on where you're at in bourbon drinking, whatever, whatever. No matter what, go get this bottle. Don't you? Know, it's, you it's worth the buy. It's worth yeah. the buy. Worth the Even buy. if you don't love it, it's still worth it. You're never going to be, you're not going to be put out because of this bottle. And honestly, you'll like it or somebody around you will like it. So like I said, you know, or you said, and you said, it's here at happy hour. It's honestly everywhere. Um, so if you don't, you know, have the means to get to happy hour, go find it at your local store. Regardless, our point is go get the bottle. It's worth it. Um, and with that, let's go ahead and give our final ranking so we can kind of back that claim up. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, I'm going to give this 3.8 crowns out of okay. five. Wow. Um, Good. It's up there. Uh, and I think I think the finish saves it for me. Uh, the palette is a little lacking, but that's fine. Um, the, the nose, great. Um, but overall, 3.8. And I will say, it's kind of be my final point on it. This is a cool bottle to have simply for the fact, and that's why we say go get it. If you're not like a super avid bourbon drinker, and let's say like you've got some avid bourbon drinkers over and you've got this on your shelf, they're going to be like, all right. Oh, yeah. That's, like, you know, they'll enjoy it. They, they know. They'll they know, enjoy it. They know what Make my old fashioned with that. that or... it, it's it's yeah. a consistent product and you're, yeah. you're at least, if you don't have something else that somebody likes, somebody will pick this up. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'll follow him up on that and then let you go last, buddy. All right. <laughs> but I'll say, uh, and you made a really good point earlier, is I, I'm not a huge cocktail guy in general. Mm -hmm. I never have been, really. But this is an excellent cocktail bourbon as well. Yeah. So I got to consider that. Um, and then considering, you know, how I like it, I do enjoy it neat, but I enjoy it more on ice. All of those things uh, considered, Shane, I'm sorry. I got the same ranking. I it's wanted hard. to go I wanted to go lower or higher, but honestly, 3.8 to me serves it perfect. Yeah. It's not overall a four, but that's hard to come by for us. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, there's a lot of quality to this bottle that put it at a 3.8 for me, which, you know, we, we grade kind of tough. We've yeah. People ask us, what do those what do those numbers mean for you guys? Mm -hmm. We grade tough. Yeah. So a 3.8 yeah. out of five crowns, 3.8 crowns out of five is, is good, and I'll, awesome. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I think I think one thing that I I do think that we do well is – I think in our grades, we also do, it's not everything, but we do consider value, right? Yeah, and I think, and I think the value on this one, we've, we've obviously been talking about the whole episode, but I think the value on this one lifts it up more than what it, what it actually is because you could put that in a $40 or $50 package. People are probably still buying it realistically. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think the nose, as complex as it was, it was a little sharp for me. Mm -hmm. And the palette was was very good, a little one dimensional, but it was it was good. And I know what you're getting, and it's it's everything. And then the finish is obviously awesome. So uh, a little under y'all, but three six for me with old granddad. All things considered, I mean, it's great neat. But mm -hmm. I think where this shines is if you if you're at a bar casually drinking and you want good bourbon, 
and but you want to you know casually mm-hmm. drink I'll put it on a cube put it in a cocktail like i said i had it in a cocktail at malone's the other night when my aunt and uncle were here mm-hmm. it was cool. a, it was a gold rush um you read gold rush i don't even know what that is it's honey syrup and lemon juice with <laughs> I'm gonna uh, tap in. Yeah. bro it's I just said I'm not the cocktail guy, and I'm like, I'm looking at but Shane. It had, like, it right. had this one yeah. because the honey's sweet, the lemon's little like zesty, and then the the old granddad just kind of stands up in it. Yeah, it was so good. Like it was, yeah. it was awesome. So I, I was, yeah. I, I'm gonna hate if you don't, but you said you had something special for the overall rank. That was kind of it. Um, that was it. Yeah, All right, that's cool. it. Yeah, so I was just checking. That's I was okay. making sure you didn't forget. Okay. But that's dope. Uh, well, y'all guys want to go ahead and segue into our into one of our favorite parts. So, of the episode, yeah. so I will you, say. Uh, so the old granddad, we've been talking about the, the value of this bourbon. Um, and so we're going to kind to kind of do something different. You know, usually we talk about random things for the King's Court. But this time we're going to talk about some underrated, yeah. underrated pours. More so, bourbon. Even more bourbon. Even more bourbon, bourbon all the way through this, this time. Episode. No sports, no music, um, bourbon all the way through. So with the old granddad 114, it is a it is a obvious for all three of us underrated poor yeah um and and you know we're trying to put that out to you guys so you guys can maybe know that uh but each of us have picked an underrated poor and we have the bottles here to present to each other and to present to you guys so, i can't wait to see what y'all have we were texting I, in the group chat can't like, wait to see what you guys got mine's been hidden under here the whole time know, so don't look don't cheat now who wants, to, who wants to go first you introduce us, Shane. Right. You go first. I will this go is, first. Was, so I will say this one is one that I know all three of us like, uh-huh. and it's one that is that can follow this up excellently because not only is it a good bourbon, but it's another cheap bourbon that you can buy with great quality. I bet I, I I got a few ideas. I got like three bottles in my head. We've got two. He's got two. So I got oh, two. Okay. 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 So we've but that got makes the, sense. That it does sense. make sense. The bench, really, the benchmark series all in itself is is yep. really what I wanted to bring up. Me personally, I like this benchmark foolproof. I think it's an awesome product. Uh, we are proof hounds, as, as yep. we've talked about. Um, and this is one, it's right at 125 proof. Yep. So it's up there. Um, but it is foolproof. Um, and the bonded as well. Great. Uh, great product. So, yeah. and if you guys do not know what a bonded product is, tap into one of our educational videos. Mm-hmm. We did do a video on what it means to be bottled in bond. So, yeah, my two, we're supposed to have one, but I got two. Well, it's a series, a b- benchmark. Because you could, I think they, so they have the benchmark uh, small batch and they also have the benchmark uh, top floor. That's right. Which yeah. is the, which complete those two. Um, and they're all really good, in my opinion. Uh, I actually lean to the bonded in that lineup. I, the foolproof is yeah, great. Yeah. I just I prefer the bonded. I think it's, um, I think it's refi- in a way. I think it's refined version of the foolproof. I think it's just mm-hmm. good. Um, but uh, Buffalo Trace, I think similarly to the one fourteen, where this is like, okay, that's from a big time distillery. Right. Um, one fourteen proof. You're getting a great package bourbon mm-hmm. for the value. Buffalo Trace doing a similar thing there. Well, so. that's the thing about it. For y'all that don't know, like Tucker just mentioned, and then we'll get into mine and then yours, but uh, this is Buffalo Trace product. So if we just right. had a Buffalo Trace sticker on here and it didn't say benchmark, it would go crazy. You could put you could put another $20 yeah. on that bottle and put it on the shelf and it would sell out. But, you know, with that being said, it's a it's a Buffalo Trace product. It's a great product. Yeah. Affordable, accessible. Good pick, Shane. Yeah. Good Thanks. job. Thanks. Now, on this next one, I'm going to get a little bit of flack, maybe from you too. I don't know. And definitely from some people watching this. People are, are crazy about only Kentucky bourbons, only Kentucky bourbons. Well, I'm here to tell you, as a Kentucky boy, I love my Kentucky bourbons first. There are good bourbons made in other states. There just are. Oh, and what I have is. today is one of them. 
This uh, Bibb and Tucker six year. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. This is out of Columbia, Tennessee. Um, I tried this at uh, Jake's Cigar Bar for the first time, and one a good friend of mine there, a bartender there, said, I got this bourbon out of Columbia. And I'm like, Columbia? Bourbon's only made in the United States. Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so it was pretty cool. Um, Tay put me on to that. So, you know, shout out to him for that. I will say, so they've got the six-year, they've got a 10-year, and they have a 12 that has eluded me for several years. If you all are seeing this, please, please let me know about the 12-year because I've only seen it in store yeah. picks, yeah. and it's been gone. But I'll say all that to say. This six-year is phenomenal. It's at 92 proof. Again, it's out of Tennessee, so if you're going to cheat on Kentucky a little bit, just it's okay. Yeah. There's good bourbon made other places, I promise. Yeah. And I wouldn't have brought this here without it, you know, without mentioning that. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, the people that do know about this bourbon like it. And the yeah. people that don't, don't have any clue about it um, because it's not a Kentucky product. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, price point, we're, you know, we're in the, I don't know, low 60s. Nothing crazy. It's not going to break your bank, but it's yeah. worth it to me. I think it's good yeah. quality. It's yeah. a delicious pour. Uh, it's complex. It's it's good. And like I said, if you see the 10 and the 12-year, first of all, if you see the 12-year, give me a call. But if you see the 10-year, grab that as well. If you see the 12-year, grab that as well. But this is – I'll leave it at that. And then, and then let you pull your I was going to say, generally, we talk about how we don't agree on bourbons. I don't know. I didn't get too excited when Bryce pulled this out, and he might be upset with me for saying this. But this is one bottle that I'm actually not the biggest fan. Right. Yeah. Um, it's got some flavor profile that I really didn't like. I haven't tapped into it recently as my palate has changed. So try it again. Yeah. Try maybe it I again. Should. But I remember yeah. when I first had it, it wasn't my favorite, and that's okay. But totally. Bryce really likes it, and that's yep. what matters. So, you know, yep. he's, he's putting you guys onto it, a bourbon that's not from Kentucky. So maybe if you are into, you know, Tennessee bourbons, whatever. That's know. why it's an underrated series, man. Yeah. I feel like it's underrated. And, like, you know, like Shane said, I mean, and we've said before, bourbon's just like food or coffee or anything yep. else. The way you enjoy it or what you enjoy doesn't necessarily mean that your neighbor will. Uh, but Very it can true. still be well-made. So with that, yeah. Tucker, I think. We can uh, get a move on and see what you got going, brother. What you All got right. for us? So this I'm one, excited. This one's <laughs> probably not a surprise because um, in the in the inception of Three Kings Bourbon, uh, we've had multiple family dinner nights, and we yeah. would, we would do our own blinds and whatnot. Uh, there was one night in particular we did a. This was actually when the power was out. In I know exactly. I know what he's about to say. I know what he's about to say now. The power was out in Lexington. Yep. Completely knocked out around Fourth of July. Like a ten minute storm came through, like well, was, knocked out power. It was like it was right the week, a couple weeks after the crazy wind storm. Yeah, and like had the it was it was really storm. weird. So like half of Lexington was out of power, and so we were all trying to figure out things to do. So we drank, um, <laughs> <laughs> but in that wake, we we did a um, a around a hundred proof blind, mm-hmm. about six or seven bourbons that we had that we had the women uh, blind for us. Um, and we had some hitters in that blind. We did, yeah, man. We had, boys. we had that uh, Bardstown bottom that bond. E.H. Taylor was in there. E.H. Taylor. And what stood up? Uh, I think there was a Russell's. But one thing to me that won it for me. It won it for all three. I mean, it won it. And this, honestly, yeah. I want to pick this. So I'm glad you're – I know what you're pulling out now. now. Wild yep. Turkey 101, man. I think – so I think one – you go to certain places in, in certain bars in, around here in Lexington or anywhere – I mean, this is well liquor to them. I mean, they put this in cocktails. They yeah. put, if you ask for a whiskey yeah. and coke, I mean, they're putting 101 in it. Like it's, not, like it's just not that a great, fifth of but this it is. is. A fifth of this is 24, 25 bucks. Yeah. I mean, you can find it as low as 21, 22. Um, I mean, and we had it just in context. We had it in a blind with E.H. Taylor, e. Taylor Small Batch. Cleared it. I it mean, it was, it was phenomenal. And 
every time I go back to this bourbon by itself, it's great. Like yeah. it's it's super good. It's very complex. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already. It's not a secret how I rated Rare Breed with the turkey. I'm obviously a turkey fan, so maybe some bias, but uh, I think that this bourbon gets passed up a lot. But you could literally pick this up for, in like in most of these bourbons right here, you can pick these up for such a low price point. And it's, these are all at ha- I mean, and all these are happy hour as well too. I mean, that's just so kind of coincidental. I mean, we so, were going to do these bottles regardless, they all, but they're and it's one on one proof. Like I mean, this it's is right a, there. This is an entry level bourbon that's one on one proof. So if you want to put it on some ice mm-hmm. or you want to put it in a cocktail, like yeah. I actually don't love this as much in a cocktail, but on ice it's still great. So I think that um, it's excellent. I think that you can't go wrong good with this. Pick, Tucker, man, good pick, Tucker. Good pick. I like that. I like that. I think it's important to say that all these products that we have out here today, everyone that's on the table is sold here at Happy Hour. Uh, so come out here. And then, again, if you guys have an underrated pour, won't you let us know about it in the yeah. comments. Uh, let right. us know. And, yeah. if, again, if you guys have something that you guys want us to put on here, please let us know. And, and you know, we'll check it out. We'll I think this would be a fun Maybe we piggyback this episode off of doing like a blind with some of these with some of these bottles. We should do a blind. Um, we should or do put a blind. it up on the YouTube of having a blind with some of the underrated. You know bottles. what I like to do? I like to have a blind with this in it and see what Shane thinks again. And that you may good. not, and you may not like yeah. it still. That and that's cool. and again, as we yeah. said, it's totally okay. But I'd just be interested to see. Yeah, you know that's how so. you grow your palate. It's crazy Absolutely. when you put stuff blind because then you learn that bottles like this <laughs> are like holy cow. Yeah. They hold their weight against totally right change, in front of you. Totally changed my perception of that bottle. so much of bourbon is marketing so much of it is just perception brand perception things of that nature um but i great picks from you guys uh it's been another great episode appreciate you gentlemen tremendously and we are going to sign off three kings we're out of here um again we're coming from happy hour bar and liquor store y'all come uh come here visit and then y'all keep listening we appreciate you guys and uh until next time thank you guys for watching we really appreciate your guys support if you like what you're seeing please check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, and one last thing, another shout out, another thank you to Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store here in Nicholasville, Kentucky. You guys come check this place out. It's great. Thanks. Three Kings Bourbon wishes you to drink like a king, but to act like one also. Please drink safely and responsibly.